Good morning, everyone. This is Ben Sadiq, your host of 3P Ball. Today's episode will be our roast, rants, and rumors session, where I'll be highlighting my Week 16 matchup midway into the week against Vehi the Kid. And then we'll go around the league into our Gossip Girl segment, followed by the ranting and roasting in our league. This week will also feature our nominees and voted on all-star fantasy players by our league. So let's get started with how our matchup's going. It's Wednesday, and I'm currently up 6-3 against Vahid. Uh, I'm winning the free throw, threes, points, rebounds, steals, and turnovers category. I I picked up uh, a Kongwu earlier to try to go for blocks, but as of right now, he has a 9-3 lead. Already built up a decent lead thanks to good outputs by Pirtle and Irving and Duran. 9-3 gap. Uh, it, it's early, but I don't know if I should continue chasing that category. I'm losing assists right now. Uh, it's still early though, but the main thing I'm not particularly worried on the popcorn stats, the points, rebounds, assists, as I have a 10 game advantage this week against Fahid. Now that's massive and just for curiosity's sake, I was looking at scheduling and I realized he has a lot of overlapping games in the same days, the Wednesday and I believe the uh, Fridays are particularly heavy for him uh, while the uh, alternate days are light, whereas mine was a little bit more evenly distributed. So I have a 10 game advantage right now. A couple of game time decisions, questionables can make that gap closer, maybe a six game gap. But that's six game, plus I still have two uh, a waiver, waiver move uh, available to be made. I think I should be good on the popcorn stats, points, rebounds, assists, my three steals. I think I can protect them. It's the efficiencies I worry about. Field goal, free throw, turnover. That it doesn't matter about games played. Um, in fact, it's negative on the TO category. So optimistically, I was aiming for a 6 3 win on Monday Mono's episode. I'm currently up 6 3. Hoping to hold that, especially with the advantage, anything left would be uh, slighted for a disappointment. Now, on to our next segment, which is your Gossip Girl Corner. Your one and only source into the scandalous fantasy live of lives of 3P Balls Elite. So let's get started with some executive information. I've canvassed the league for opinions on our current playoff seeded uh, teammates. To recap, number one is Sherry. I am in second place. Third place is Jin. Fourth place is Akmal. Fifth seeding is Byron. And finally, the sixth place in our team is currently Ali. And those make up our current playoff bound teams. So the question I asked executive was that who do you think is the fraud out of this list who is not playoff worthy? And 
There was a tie, but multiple executives are calling out Byron as one of the fraudulent uh, league mates in our league, and the second uh, person off second team that was uh, mentioned multiple times was Akmal. Uh, Akmal and Byron uh, have the league thinking that they're frauds that should be sitting outside the playoffs instead of inside looking out. So that was an interesting feedback we got around the league. Uh, one executive uh, continues to um, believe that Talal will make the playoffs. That is Talal as the only executive who thinks he'll make the playoffs. It was a resounding no. No one believes in Talal making playoffs. He's currently 10th place. He made a trade to get Jokic. He got healthy, but it seems like executives still think A, his team sucks. B, the gap is too big. C, it's a little bit of A, a little bit of B. All in all, there is no faith in anyone in Talal making the playoffs. And in the rumor mill, uh, Jokic is low-key being shopped to the highest bidder. And Jokic was traded by myself to Talal for Donovan Mitchell and Anthony Towns. And it took about a week. And maybe that executive is, uh, is seeing something that we may not know. Or is uh, trying to return a different category. You'll have to find out, but Jokic is back in the market, everyone, to the highest bidder. So get your bids out, and let's see if Jokic can be our trade hoe of the year, being possibly traded multiple times. Well, that'll only tie KD, who already got traded twice. So Jokic might be able to trade, which ironically, they're the top two per per game fantasy players of the league so it is pretty interesting that they are heavily being shopped around in the league and then um, another executive uh, wanted to uh, point out a post-trade review of the Ali trade and how Ali is currently losing 7-2 to Sonny and he had a very strong opinion that Ali will not make the playoffs and it was actually the L of the year uh, making those trades so uh, an executive who chose to remain anonymous is calling out shots against Ali so that concludes our Gossip Girl Corner so Jokic is in the market, guys. Now on to our next segment. Ahead of Rants and Rose, I think I will actually preview the polling for our all-star nominees. Now we had 10 responders, respondees to our poll. Uh, mimicking the all-star approach, we had four picks out uh, of the top 10 point guard, shooting guard, small forward, power forward, and center position, as well as who should manage this team. 
the top four all-star fantasy point guards selected number one Luka Doncic number two Steph Curry number three Therese Halliburton and sitting at four Dane Lillard so makes sense um three out of the four well two of them were first rounders two of them were second rounders no real surprises they're elite point guards nothing jumping out on the list and no one has two out of the four so look pretty balanced on to our shooting guard position the top vote getter was Shea Gillis Alexander yeah no doubt he's having a standout campaign followed by number two Donovan Mitchell yes pay respect to the man I traded Jokic for I like that. Number three, Kyrie Irving. Ah, he, he was the third round pick for Vahid, and he is the third highest voted all-star shooting guard. And at four was Anthony Edwards, Ant-Man, uh, sitting at the final position as our nominee for all-star shooting guard. Uh, looking at the list, I'd say the biggest uh, value win there was Shay. He was drafted if I recall it should be round five. Um, let me double check. Yep, round five at number uh, 57. So he's the best value pick out of the all-star nominees in the shooting guard position. And a small forward. Uh, there was a tie for the top vote getter between Jason Tatum and Laurie Markinen. And three and four is also a tie, Kevin Durant and LeBron James. Obviously, Markinen is the best value all-star fantasy pickup. He was drafted by Sherry in round, round seven, uh, pick number 80. So, um, great value pick as an all-star small forward uh, reserve. Now, at the power forward position, the top vote-getter was Anthony Davis, even though he had injuries, still being respected as the best power forward fantasy player. Number two was Giannis, uh, a little disappointing, I'm sure, he's number two, but Anthony Davis plays his first-round talent, so I wouldn't be too buttered of that. And there's a tie between third and fourth, Jaron Jackson Jr. and Julius Randle. Randle's getting his uh, respects around the league by our executives, and Jaron Jackson Jr., our block party uh, frontrunner. Um, I'd say the value pick out of that would most likely be... Uh, Jaron Jackson Jr., who got picked up in round. I gotta control F this. Uh, round nine, pick number 95. Uh, Julius Ra Randall was also a value pick around eight, pick number 82. But Jaron Jackson being further down. And it gets the value pick score on that all-star power forward selection. And then finally, our all-star center position player, top vote getter was Nikola Jokic, followed by Joel Embiid, 
and then there was a tie, a three-way tie actually between Nikola Vucevic, Devonta Savonis makes it, and broke, broke, freaking Lopez. Oh my God! Every time I see Brook Lopez's name, I get pissed off. Brook Lopez again, another late pick Sherry nailed at pick number. Round 11, pick 10. This is the 110th player drafted in our 130 round selection draft. And he is a top four center fantasy voted in our league. I will conclude this with a selection of who should manage this coach, uh, who should manage this uh, roster. A number one coach nominee uh, selected Shiroz, which makes sense. He is the number one seeded team uh, in our league currently. And the second, I'll call him the assistant coach, would be Jin. Now, I'm a little cheesed because I didn't get a vote to be an all-star coach. The disrespect guys are looking at the guy who's at number two seed right now and I didn't even get a vote to coach this fantasy team that's telling me the league thinks I will not be able to manage a roster that is this good Assad got a vote Assad I specifically wrote in this poll to don't pick yourself so the fact that Assad got Talal got a vote. Talal's our Sacco right now. Talal was back-to-back Sacco, might add a third Sacco in his resume. Assad is our reigning Sacco, might get a back-to-back Sacco. Sunny, last one when we were in middle school. Okay, fine, maybe sooner than that. But it feels like middle school because it was eons ago. This is shambolic. This is, this is a shame. The only people who did not get nominated was myself, was Ali, and Vahid. That's it. So, the fact that everyone else got voted, at least one vote, and I'm in, I'm not voted. This league is bullshit. This league is bullshit. I don't trust what anyone's saying. There's all hidden agendas at play. There are all hidden agendas. I have spearheaded by the all-star coach Sherry and his assistant coach Jin. I will take on this fantasy roster and beat them because this is bullshit. Anyways, my little rant is over. Um, Let's rant about other things that are going on in fantasy. Let's look at Charles. I take great joy in seeing Jonathan Isaac getting dropped. What was Charles thinking? He kept claiming this is an experiment. Yeah, sure. A lot of things are an experiment. I can experiment to eat 40 chicken wings a day and experiment if I'll lose weight. Guess what? I'm not going to lose weight eating 40 chicken wings every single day. So this experiment of trialing Jonathan Isaac was 
this is our all-star coach, guys. This is our all-star coach. That's all I'm going to say. The guy who picks up Jonathan Isaac, ran him for multiple weeks, and gave him iconic stat lines as 10-3-1, This is what he held on to. LLL finally dropped him. Yeah, no. No further comment. I don't get it. Um, I, I don't know what he was looking for. I don't know what he thought Jonathan Isaac had. In fact, it, there was members in our league that's like, why do you have Isaac? What, why are you starting Isaac? Um, I mean, just... Yeah, doesn't make sense. Anyways, let's look at my team. My team um, has really fallen down on the field goal category. Thank you, Jalen Brunson, for salvaging yesterday somewhat of something. But, Okongo, I picked you up for one job and one job only. In fact, I'm pretty sure you're employed by the Atlanta Hawks to do one job and one job only. And that is serve as a best mimicking center when Capella is out or when Capella needs rest. Now, when Capella rests or when Capella plays, he gets boards and he gets blocks. You, my friend, get boards. You get no blocks. What are you doing? You're not running with the ball. You're not passing the ball. Your job is to grab boards and block boards. You are facing... Portland. You were facing Portland. The score was 129 to 125. You could not get a single block. Alright, fine. You couldn't block Portland. You played the LA Clippers. You couldn't get a single block. You have back-to-back games with zero blocks. No wonder you can't get the starting position. No wonder Atlanta cannot trade Capella to start you because you are nothing more than a backup and has not proven anyone right. Send him to Indiana to back up Miles Turner and maybe send Isaiah Jackson here because he'll probably do a better job in this site than what Okong was doing in Atlanta. You're probably going to be dropped, dude, by myself and Atlanta as well. <sighs> Anyways, going back to Jin. Jin is doing okay. He's winning 5-3 against Byron. Um, Zach Levine getting 14 boards is utter nonsense against the Clippers. I've never seen the guy grab double-digit boards and he decides to get it to the point where Byron decided to pick up a big who gets boards. He picked up, who was it, Larry Nance Jr. There is only one reason you pick up Larry Nance Jr. And that's to get you boards and good field goal. Byron, my guy, if your team spearheaded by Giannis, Sengun, Gobert, Simmons, um, Scotty Barnes, I'll even give you Gordon. If this team, Nick Claxton, if this team cannot win the board and 
block category, boarded field goal category against Jin, who's rostering Anthony Simons, who pretty much averages a board a game. Uh, Kevin Herter, who averages three boards. His best big is Jaron Jackson, who gets six boards a game. But I know exactly what happened. It's because Zach Levine decided to grab 14 boards that got Byron shook. So this guy has now made Byron pull up a player to win a category he probably should have won or would win anyway. Levine throw it off. The game before he had three boards, suddenly he decided to just grab all the boards tonight. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what's going on. What? Juju Magic Jin decided to do, but now suddenly Levine is grabbing boards. This is terrifying. I don't need this small energy in my life right now. I'll leave it as that. Akma facing Ace is holding a 4-3 win. This 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 team Akma actually tried to talk crap against me. First of all, y'all are two managers, so. Choose who's actually going to face me when the matchup happens, and uh, I'll take you to school. But in the meantime, they are they're playing over their head, and this is why the league thinks that y'all are trash and don't belong in the playoffs. Because A, you thought you guys were slick picking up uh, Buddy Hill, who's given you a line of 3-4-4. Three points, four boards, four assists in his debut in your roster. How how does that feel? How does that feel? Um, you are surviving just like the Dallas Mavericks are surviving on the backs of Luka Doncic. Now, in fantasy, Luka Doncic and Porzingis can play together. In real life, Porzingis and Doncic cannot play together. But in fantasy, Doncic is a living cheat code that keeps Dallas relevant, but ultimately in the playoffs, Doncic gets gassed, he gets beaten, the holes are exposed, and you guys go back to Hawaii to work on your slides. So I predict the fate of Doncic in the real NBA is the fate of this roster in the playoffs if they make it, which our league thinks is not really playoff worthy. Um, shots have been fired at Akbal's way. Let's see if they can actually respond. Um, yeah, uh, I already kind of talked about Byron. I mean, his picking up, picking up, like, what is this, a panic move because Ben Simmons went on IL? Bro, it's Ben Simmons. Him going into the injured reserve should not solicit any panic response because Simmons is trash, bruh. He's ranked 155. He averages 7.6 boards, 6 assists. TJ McConnell is better than that. Way better than that. I picked TJ McConnell 10 times before I picked Ben Simmons in fantasy. Um, I don't know. I don't know what this is a combined rant, but also a combined roast. Um, Ali. The guy calls himself the Avenger, bro. That is the biggest premature self-inflicting name. You, you know what? He should be called the Suicide Squad. 
that is what his name should actually believe be debut Anthony Davis didn't play LeBron James didn't play Kevin Durant on IL and he's currently losing 7-2 yeah th- you know what this might be the Avengers this, this is the Avengers Infinity War and Ali is Loki in week 16 Ali will be um, Gamora in uh, week uh, 17 Ali will be um, Groot in week 18 Ali will be She-Hulk in week 19 and Ali will be um, uh, uh, Black Widow in week 20 and that'll cap off his Avengers run this man thinks he's Iron Man he's actually um, uh, who is Ali in the Avengers the Avengers he, he's, he's he's probably he's probably like a Wakanda grunt just one of those guys who was in the final battle in Infinity War trying to fight those dogs and that are just fighting through the barrier I guess in this scenario Sunny is the team of dogs that are breaking through the fences and this man was not the back of the line. He was the first line of defense. He was destined, destined to be desolated. Um, yeah, no, Avengers, bro. They either go to DC and name, name, name yourself Suicide Squad, or name yourself the subsequent appropriate um, Avenger, which I think is uh, Wakanda Forever for you. Um. Sonny, Sonny finally dropped Colin Sexton and he's winning 7-2. Now I kind of regret telling him about how shit Colin Sexton was. Don't know why he was being robbed. Still to this day, it is a mystery. This man watches basketball 24-7. He makes parlay bets. Man, now I understand why he's got, you know... Uh, a millionaire by now. He's making garbage parlay bets, and it's that gambling mentality is re- go translating into fantasy where he's dreaming up scenarios where Colin Sexton is actually relevant in 2023. Finally dropped him, and his squad is better. Um, now, the next candidate I question him carrying is why is he still carrying Isaiah Stewart? He knows Dwayne Casey. He hates on Dwayne Casey. Yet he continues to roster an unrosterable player in Isaiah Stewart. I understand he had a hot hot start to the season. So did many players. That doesn't mean they sustain it. This is basic. This is basic for someone who actually watches ball. And Sonny watches ball. So I think he might be watching the WNBA. Because he's definitely not watching the NBA with his picks right now. Um, that's that's for certain. Fahid, you know what? I, I, I give Fahid a break. Um, he really thought he had something there with Hamidou Diallo. He, he really, you know, caught up in the morning, looked at the game's differential. Sat there, sat in front of his computer, his nice Toronto apartment, and decided, you know what? I've figured out the perfect strategy to beat Ben, and it's and it requires me to pick up Amadou Diallo, a guy who's rostered, bro, before 
before yesterday, he was rostered 5% of the league. I didn't even know he was still playing in the NBA. I have watched Pistons game. I forgot he, he is ranked 260. Who is like who who is actually ranked ahead of him now? Now I actually wanna know. Ranked 260. Who is ranked um 259? Like let, 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 let's check. I actually want to go through the current ranks of all players and let's go to two okay that's one click two click three clicks four clicks five clicks six clicks seven clicks eight clicks nine clicks ten clicks we are in the 260s and Ahead of, ahead of Mr. Hamadou Diallo is Jonathan Sims, Jericho Sims. He played, oh my god, no, he's like 224. Oh crap, he's a star. He's a star, but he, but he hasn't made it there yet. Uh, it makes sense. Um, ahead of him is, ah, Matisse Thibault. With stout lines of two and two, ten and one, two and two, ten and two, two and two, and a couple of steals here and there. He is. This is the player that's thirty spots ahead of Hamadou Diallo, and Vahid thought that was going to be the difference maker in this week's matchup. And you know what the best part is? It's Wednesday, and he still kept it. He still kept him, even though the game's postponed. Even though he's a game-time decision due to an illness. But he's holding on to him, man. He's holding on to the dear life. So, I hope he continues to roster Diallo, uh, a player that I don't know, and I never will know, and I never will care to know. Assad. Assad. He made a trade. He traded Kevin Durant to get Jonas Valanciunas to play on the Sunday to try to win the Veeds matchup, which he did. That is how important week, week 15 was to him. Now he's week 16 facing Akmal, and since then, it's currently 4-4, four four, so he's tied. The man has gone for a pilgrimage. He is, he is atoning for his sins. I hope he comes back a better man. I hope he keeps his team, his players, and my team in his prayers um, for continued success. But Jonas Valanciunas, 16-3-1, was his debut in Aces roster. His second game, this man played 19 minutes, 10.6 points and 2 assists. This is rivaling Amadou Diallo. At this point... I kind of see what Vahid's thinking, man. If Kevin Durant can get traded for Jonas Valanciunas, dropping 10 and 6, maybe Vahid can trade Diallo for Joel Embiid by Ace, because Ace might actually accept that. You just gotta wait till the Sunday when Ace is desperate for that one category win. And it'll probably be threes, and he's gonna try to get Diallo and maybe trade you Joel Embiid. Because logics. That That is why. It, it's all look. Uh, logics um, yeah no he, 
Valentunis has done nothing, and and Zion Williams is not even back. So when Zion Williams is back, Jonas will be summoned to the depths of hell, otherwise known as Ace's roster, where he will meddle outside of the playoffs and combating Thacko. And finally, to conclude, let's look at Talal's team. Uh, he's losing 7-2 to shit. Bro, I gave you Jokic. Gave you Jokic. You're fully healthy. You've been holding this line and this notion that you were just injury away from, from being a top team. They give you credit, all risk, all reward, to all this, to all that. I saw you for what you are. You back-to-back sacko scum. I, I decided, you know what? Let me give you Jokic. Let me give you the number one player. Because I felt bad. It's like, Talal, 10th place. Let me give you a player. Let me just give you Jokic. Let's see what you do with your roster. I'm second without Jokic, bro. I'm second without the best player in fantasy basketball. And the pieces that I got back, I haven't even utilized yet. You have the number one player in your roster and you're currently losing 7-2 to Shane. Can't even make a dent. Can't even make a dent. So, um, yeah, no. Um, I don't know. I don't know. We called. He picked up Delon. Delon Wright, hoping for some 2020 magic, and that kind of makes sense because his roster is probably pretty good in 2020. Talal's stuck in COVID, man. He, 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 the last two years, since his championship run, he's trying to bring the gang back. Uh, he's, he's trying to bring the stars of 2019, 2020, James Harden, Chris Paul, Brandon Clark, Jimmy Butler. John Collins when he had potential, Wendell Carter Jr., Chris Middleton when he was an actual number to Nikola Jokic, his MVP campaigns. He's bringing back a 2020 roster in 2023, and the end result is a sacko seeding right now, where the league thinks you're going to stay, dude. You are going to stay. So... On that note, that ends my Wednesday rant, roast, and rumor segment. Stay tuned for Friday Weekend Warriors. And uh, peace and love, guys. Thank you.